0: Psalm 34 gives us some context to help us understand why it was written. We're told in the title that this was written when he changed his behavior before Abimelech so that he drove him out and he went away. This directs our attention to 1 Samuel 21, 10 through 15. David's being hunted down by King Saul, and he's hiding among Israel's most notorious enemies, the Philistines. And the Philistines knew who David was. Saul had killed thousands of Philistines, but David, ten thousands. So David starts acting like a crazy man to convince the Philistines that he's no threat needing to be arrested or killed. And it's this background that we should have in mind while reading. Another thing to consider is that this psalm is 22 verses long, and that's usually a sign that the psalm that we're reading is an acrostic. There are 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet, and each line starts in this psalm with the next letter of the alphabet. So David is writing a comprehensive psalm about God's deliverance, what it looks like from A to Z. The first three verses are David's constant praise for God. And this would be easier to do while David was sitting secure on his throne in Jerusalem, but he's also praising God while being hunted by the king, living in the land of his enemies, and pretending to be a madman. But David invites us to praise God in the same way. He addresses the humble saying, let us exalt his name together. From the lowest times to the highest, praise is to always be given to our God. Because we read in verse 6 that this poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. We praise God because even in the worst times, we can find deliverance and salvation. In verse 5, those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. Any worries about God, any disappointments we face when crying out to him, are only temporary. Even in the face of death, Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians 4.13 that it's more like sleep than anything else because God is going to rescue us even from that. So give God a chance. In verse 8, taste and see that the Lord is good. When you follow God and find your refuge in him, a whole host of blessings come. In verses 8 through 10, he says we'll lack nothing. Paul wrote to the Philippian church in Philippians 4.13 that I can do all things through him who strengthens me. The context of that statement is that because of the riches of Christ, Paul can endure times of plenty, and times of nothing. Rich or poor, he has Jesus, and that's everything. In verses 11 through 14, David's given us the secret to life, following God. Through our obedience to him, turning away from evil, we have access to the good life and eventually eternal life with him. And in verses 15 through 22, we have a God who hears us. When we cry out, God hears. When we face persecution, he sees. And when he comes again, he's going to do something about it all. The psalm ends with verse 22, that the Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned.